Hello, everyone. We are back on a hero. I'm your host today, Melly G, and we're going to be doing a full synopsis, full episode breakdown of Titans on HBO Max, season three, episode three. I already covered the first two episodes. You guys can find that if you guys haven't listened to it. Uh, so, Warning ahead of time, spoilers galore. I'm going to break down every single scene for you motherfuckers that don't have time to watch the show. Listen to this and you can tell all your friends that you watched it. You can lie to them. All right. Without further ado, let's get this thing started. So Titans, season three, episode three. The episode starts off at a graveyard and they show uh, Dick Grayson digging at this graveyard. Uh, we see Alfred Pennyworth's uh, uh, tombstone. So we're obviously um, with Dick Grayson looking for Jason's Todd, Jason Todd's body, who Bruce said he buried right next to Alfred. And as Dick Grayson is digging in the graveyard, he's getting flashbacks with his previous fight with Jason Todd, a.k.a. Red Hood. Um, and he's just kind of shocked that Jason Todd is still alive and not dead. Um, and then he sees that, in fact, the coffin is empty. And he's like, oh, no. And Jason's, Jason Todd's body is not in his grave. Titans uh, has started. So we're then brought to Wayne Manor, where Dick Grayson is in the living room, talking with uh, other Titan members, Starfire, Hawk, and Dove. Dick tells them, dude, Jason's body is gone. He's like, guys, that Red Hood character, that was Jason Todd. Dove is like, well, if Bruce Wayne knew Jason was alive, he would have never killed the Joker. They ask Dick. You think Ra's al Ghul did it? And Dick goes, no, Ra's al Ghul didn't do it. He's in Kadim, which is in Iran. Looked it up. I Googled it. Starfire is like, if someone brought back Jason Todd, then maybe we can bring Donna back. And there's a slight pause. Donna, a.k.a. Wonder Girl, who died in the previous season. Uh, and they discuss how it happened. They're like, you know, did someone bring him back? Is he working with someone? And Dick goes, well, he could be using... Um, because when I came back, I discovered his lab. And then Hank goes, Hank, a.k.a. Uh, Hawk, he's like, well, if it ends up him versus me, the kid is going down. And then Dub is like, so we're killing him now? And Hank goes, well, he wrote his own ticket when he started killing people. And Dick goes, let's find him first. And let's start at the place where he was cooking. And by the way, I know in the previous episode, I said I had no idea how Donna died. She died at the end of season, uh, season two. I just totally forgot. It was just so random how she died. Um, but I'll get into that later. Anyway, the next scene, we're shown uh, Hank. He's in the kitchen getting a drink and Dove walks in like, dude, what's your deal? Dove is basically like, dude, one second we're saving Jason and the next you're treating him like a supervillain. This is Jason. And Hank goes, we need to forget it's Jason. Otherwise, we get soft and people get, and people get hurt. Hank is like, give me 10 seconds alone with that kid and he'll wish he was dead. Dove is basically like, dude, dial it down. Leaves the kitchen. Hank then gets a phone call from Jason Todd, and we see Jason. He's sitting down. He's wearing normal clothes. He's in, like, full tears. And he's sitting in what looks like to be an abandoned nightclub. Like, there are speakers and lamps on the floor behind him. The windows are lit, lit up. It looks like something out of the movie Blade Runner. There's, like, purple and blue and orange lights. And anyway, Hank picks up. He's like, Jason? And Jason, in full tears, he's like, oh, I shouldn't have called you. And uh, he goes, is anyone with you? He's like, all this shit I've done, it's not my fault. I don't know what's happening to me, Hank. And uh, Hank is like, where are you? Jason's like, I can't tell you. Dick will kill me. 
And he goes, you're the only one that would listen to me, Hank. And Hank goes, I can help. Just tell me where you are. And Jason goes, but if I tell you where I am, then you'll tell Dick. And Hank goes, I won't. I promise. It'll be just me and you. The next scene is Beast Boy. He's in the Batcave talking to the computer. And he's like, computer, record a message and send it to Bruce Wayne. Computer's like, cool. And then Beast Boy is like, basically, hey, Bruce, it's Gar. I know you have to be checking in somehow because Batman wouldn't just abandon his family. You need to come back to Gotham because Jason is alive and he needs your help. We need your help. And then Superboy, he enters and he's like, you think he's actually going to hear that? And they have like a short conversation, essentially outlining the internal conflict of the team on how to deal with Jason, with Superboy saying, you know, um, innocent people will get hurt if we don't take down Jason. And then Beast Boy, he's on the side of, yeah, but we will, we never have to take down our own Titans member. So there's a lot of conflict going on and what to do with Jason Todd. The next scene is Hank in a cab. And uh, the cab driver's like, where are we going? And Hank's like, just keep driving. They're wandering around aimlessly. And Hank's waiting for Jason's phone call. He, Jason get, uh, gives him a phone call uh, and tells Hank to go to the old Gotham Observatory. So we get here. And then Jason gives Hank a call again. And he's like, destroy your cell phone because you're probably being tracked. And Hank is like, no. And Jason's like, it's not that I don't trust you. I don't trust that psycho referring to Dick Grayson. So Hank destroys his cell phone. Then we hear another cell phone uh, in a nearby bench in a brown paper bag go off. And he picks up that cell phone and it's Jason Todd. So Hank basically got rid of his old cell phone. Jason Todd gave him a new one. Jason goes, go to the Gotham City gym. We're taken to the gym, which looks completely abandoned. The pool looks disgusting. There's caution tape. There's caution tape all around. There's a bunch of plastic. A rat run. A rat runs across the camera, and uh, Hank is standing in front of the pool. And he's like, uh, he gets a call from Jason, and Hank is like, okay, now what? And Jason goes, take off your shirt and pants to prove you're not wired. And then Hank does it, and he's like, what? You want me to go? You know, full on nude now? And then Jason goes, you said it. So Hank takes off his underwear. Obviously, this. Uh, he doesn't show dong. It's not that kind of show. Um, and then Jason tells him, swim to, the under end, swim to the other end of the pool to prove that there are no wires, which is fucking silly. Um, Hank jumps into the nasty-ass pool, swims to the other end, and he goes, all right, no more games. Where are you? I'm here. And then right behind him is the Red Hood, Jason Todd, in his full outfit. And he puts Hank in a, in, um, uh, a sleeper hold headlock. And he's like, nice to see you, Hank. And then knocks him out with his gun. We're brought back to the Batcave, where Dick Grayson, Dove, and Superboy, they're on the back computer looking for Hank. And we see a security camera, you know, of Hank, a uh, security camera catching Hank going into a cab. Superboy's like, we don't know where he's going. He got rid of his phone. And then Hank walks in the Batcave, and he's like, president accounted for. And he looks all fucked up. Dove, she's like, what the hell happened to you? Hank unbuttons his shirt and reveals there's a bomb implanted into his chest. And it goes, this is from our old pal, Jason. Beast Boy and Starfire enter and they're like, oh, you guys found him. And they see the bomb and they're like, oh, shit. Uh, they bring Hank over to the operating table. And Dick tells Superboy to use his x-ray vision to scan and see what they're dealing with. Superboy tells them that the bomb is tied to Hank's heart. And basically, if they remove the bomb, it has sensors and it's going to explode. It's like a, a, a countdown bomb. When it reaches zero, it explodes. We all know how this goes. Beast Boy is like, you know, Jason wouldn't really, Jason wouldn't really kill Hank, right? And then Dick gets a phone call from Jason. 
who's back in his full red hood outfit without the helmet on. And Dick is like, what do you want? How do we end this? Jason goes, deliver $50 million in gold bars to the Goth to, to Gotham Central. And Dick goes, well, this isn't about money. I can wire you money right now and all be over. And Jason goes, and rob Gotham of a show? Bring the gold and I'll deactivate the device. Dick then walks over. He tells the team what Jason said. Hank is like, we don't negotiate with terrorists. And Starfire, she says something like, you know, you don't fuck with family, super Vin Diesel style. Dick asks how, um, how much time they have, and they calculate uh, that they have four hours. And they calculate this because apparently the bomb is tied to heartbeats. Really weird. Anyway, Dick goes, okay, we need to keep, can't, we need to keep Hank calm because the bomb's going to go off, you know, if his heart rate spikes up. Uh, we can't get Hank too excited, so he needs to chill out. Um, Dick walks away and Dove is like, are you seriously thinking of letting Hank call all the shots? Like you're going to like take down Jason. And Dick goes, we have to find Jason. And that the lab, he tells uh, Dove that the lab he was cooking in was torched the night before. So Jason is obviously covering his tracks. And then D uh, Dick goes, I'm going to send Starfire to the GCPD to see if Barbara has any leads. And Dove is like, what if she won't help us? And then Dick goes, we need to focus on reeling Jason in and not playing his game. And then Dove goes, the focus is to save Hank, not Jason. And Dick goes, it's not one or the other. And Dove goes, well, keep your priorities in check. Quick thoughts here. Dove is like super odd. I'm like so confused with, with Dove here. Like so far she's like, we can't hurt Jason. And then Dick is like, okay, so the plan is to reel Jason in. And then she goes, the focus is to save Hank, not Jason. It's like, bitch, are you crazy? Like that's, that's what we're working on. If I was Dick, I'd be like, why are you twisting my words? We're, this is How else are we going to save Hank if we don't reel in Jason? What the fuck are you talking about? Anyway, uh, the next scene is Hank, who's, uh, who's in one of the rooms of the Wayne Mansion. And he's in a bed. He's all wired up. Crypto's on the bed. Hank is watching TV. Dove enters. Hank blames himself, and he gets angry and shit. He's like, oh, I shouldn't have trusted him. I shouldn't have went dolo. I shouldn't have let my guard down. And then his heart rate goes up. And Dove is like, chill. You got to chill. Otherwise, you're going to explode. So then she starts massaging his neck to relax. And he's like, oh, you just wanted an excuse to get in bed with me. And she's like, haha, chill out. Stop trying to plan your next orgy. This whole scene is just like, you know, them flirting. Uh, doesn't It's dumb. It's like Dove is like, yeah, in love with him still, obviously. So the next scene is Dick Grayson. He is at Arkham Asylum visiting Dr. Crane, a.k.a. Scarecrow. And he comes in and gives him more pot. And Dick is obviously looking for more information. He's like, I need more info because I don't think our guy is working alone. Scarecrow was like, how can you be so sure? Maybe, um, uh, he's, uh, maybe he's looking for a father figure to fill the void since daddy left. And then Dick goes, or maybe he's trying to replace uh, his father figure that he's rebelling against. And then Crane says... Um, what it, he's like, I would say it's the Joker, but Batman killed the Joker. So it can't be the Joker that he's working with. Scarecrow then goes, well, if it's a battle against his father, father, father figure, he's going to use the weapons of his father. He's like the abused becomes the abuser. And then Dick's Dick's eyes open up and he's like, oh, I got to go. And he like leaves. And then Crane is like, hey, where are you going? And then the scene ends. And the next scene is. Beast Boy and Superboy who are in the Batcave. Dick enters. 
Superboy is like, you know, I've searched Interpol and everywhere and I can't find where Jason is getting these weapons, the, this bomb. And Dick goes, well, you didn't search under Wayne Enterprises. And Beast Boy is like, wait, Bruce Wayne makes weapons to kill people? Dick then walks to the computer. He puts his eye in like, you know, one of those laser eye readers or whatever. And anyway, the computer goes, access granted. And now all the files are available. And Dick tells Superboy, research explosives, EKG, anything surgical. Beast Boy finds a hit. And it turns out the bomb is indeed Wayne Tech. All the specs are available. The blueprints are available. Superboy is like reading through everything in like a second. And uh, Dick is like, you know, is there anything similar to this bomb on the market? Superboy tells him no. So Dick tells Superboy, I need you to build a deactivator right now. And Superboy is like, this is incredibly complex. You want me to build something like this in less than three hours? And Dick goes, yes, and walks away. Beast Boy is like, uh, you got this, man. And the scene ends with Superboy looking like weary some. Quick thoughts, real quick. Super badass. When Dick made that boss move, I was like, that is such a Batman move. It's so boss. He didn't. He didn't add any fear into Superboy. Just full-on confidence. Like, bro, no, you got this. Like, I thought that was so great because, like, that's just leadership right there in Nightwing. Anyway, next scene. We're brought to the GCPD. Starfire is talking with Barbara. They're talking, and Starfire is basically like, I need to look at the tapes of the morgue to see who handled Jason's body. Barbara's like, you know, after what you guys pulled last night, if you want to um, when they were at the bank. If you want to know what I'm talking about, listen to the previous episode. Anyway, Barbara's like, after what you guys pulled, no, I'm not helping you. And Starfire goes, yeah, uh, Hank is attached to a bomb. I'm not asking. I'm telling you. Let me see those tapes. We cut back to Dove and Hank in the room together again, where Dove is monitoring Hank. Um, and she's like, uh, you know, you need something to eat. He tells Crypto, it's like a short scene of them kind of just flirting again. And he tells Crypto, hey, heat he me up some uh, some hot dogs. And Crypto leaves. And Hank is like joking around with Dove. And he's saying how, he's like, yeah, when I see Alfred in heaven, I'm going to tell him that he has some competition with Crypto. And Dove is in like tears. And she's telling him to stop joking. And she's like, you're going to make it. And she's like, you're not going to leave me in this shit world. And they start making out. And then Hank is like, was that a pity kiss? And Dove is like, you'll choose an eternity with Alfred over me? How dare you? You know, she's, they're, they're in love, obviously. And then they make out intensely with Hank taking off Dove's shirt. And we see Dove with a bra on looking like a total smoke show. Um, zero full penetration, by the way. This is like, this isn't porn, guys. Chill out. Uh, but she looks fucking crazy hot. Um, they stop making out because Hank's heartbeat. You can't get too riled up. Almost like a scene out of The Incredible Hulk with, uh, with uh, fucking, what's his name? Edward Norton. Um, anyway, Hank goes, if anything happens, I want you to know. And Dove says, no. And then she leaves, rejecting the thought of Hank dying, basically. Hank was trying to tell her that he loves her, and she just rejected it. She's like, no, I don't want to hear about you dying. So she bounces. The next scene, we're brought to Superboy and Beast Boy. They're in the Batcave with Superboy trying to create the deactivator. And he's like, I need to match the electrical charge. And Beast Boy's like, how many variations are there? And Superboy's like, there's 1.5 million permutations. And they're basically showing Superboy with lightning fast hands rewiring this deactivator. And as a viewer, you're shown like the computer screen. Basically, um, uh, Superboy's like, the failure rate has to be 0%. So as a viewer, you're looking at this screen 
And when the deactivator reaches 0%, then it's completed, then he can save Hank. Um, but as we're seeing Superboy work, all these different variations, we're seeing 57%, 60%. You get it. He needs to get it down to 0%. Done. Simple enough. We get it. This is how you save Hank. Okay. We're brought back to the GCPD. Starfire and Barbara, they walk up to some, they walk up to some lady who's looking at a bunch of computers. And Barbara is like, show me the morgue, Tuesday morning, 7 a.m. They're looking at a bunch of screens. And Barbara is like, wait, pull up that guy with the baseball hat. Because, of course, the suspect is always wearing a baseball cap in these shows. Anyway, we see a guy wheeling Jason's body out. Uh, we see a close-up of, of his face. Um, and then one of the cameras in the back of the building is shut down. So um, basically, we're like, oh, so... Uh, this is the guy. He, he wheeled Jason out. we got to find who this guy is. Quick side note. During this scene, as they're watching the tapes, Starfire gets a quick, another quick headache. Um, she doesn't black out, but she gets just another quick headache. That's just, it happens, and nothing happens out of that. So uh, we're then shown another uh, scene of Superboy working. It's just trying to show you, that, you know, the clock is running. Superboy's working. He's trying to figure this thing out. And then we're cut, we cut back to Dick Grayson, who's walking around the, uh, uh, the Wayne mansion, and Dove spots him. Dove is walking to Hank's room with a bunch of hot dogs. And um, she's, uh, Dick is like, so how's Hank? She goes, hungry, as always. Um, and she's like, you got to go in there. You got to talk to him. And Dick is like, no, because if I talk to him, the only thing I can say is goodbye. And I haven't given up yet. And Dove is like, we got like 45 minutes left. And Dick goes, we're not heisting an armored truck for those gold. And Dub goes, why? Because Batman wouldn't do it? And Dick goes, no, because exa it's exactly what Jason wants. Jason wants to turn the Titans into criminals, and he wants uh, Gotham to be against them. And Dub is like, so you're okay with keeping your image and letting your friend die in the process? And as they're having that little thing, Dick gets a phone call, and it's Starfire. And she basically tells him they identified the dude who rolled Jason out of the morgue, and his name is Cyrus Peak. And she sends Dick the address of the guy and she sends him a picture of how the guy looks. And Dick goes, I got to go. I got to leave. And um, Dove is like, how good is the lead? And Dick is like, look, we're running on full speed right here on all fronts. Superboy is working on a deactivator. I got a lead. Tank, tell Hank. Tell Hank I'll call him. Like really like kind of sad because Dick is obviously scared. Dick walks away. Dove looks at her watch. Clearly worried. <sighs> Sorry, I just need to take a sip of... Uh my drink. All right. Anyway, next scene, we're brought to the parking garage of the central bank of Gotham where an armored truck is pulling in. It's where all the gold bars are. A bunch of the Gotham guards walk out of the truck and then boom, they're ambushed by Dove, who's Dolo. They open fire on her and she blocks it with like, she blocks all the bullets with her wings and takes them all out. Some guy even shoots her with a shotgun and she blocks it and she takes them all out, picks up one of the keys that the guards drop, she calls Jason, well, gets a phone call from Jason, and she's like, now what? And Dove is like, just tell me where to meet. And Jason goes, come alone, or the party's over. And then he hangs up. And then they show Jason in the apartment of Cyrus Peak, the dude that Dick is on his, on his way to go find. And Cyrus Peak is, he has his mouth duct taped, he's tied up, um, and uh, Jason walks over to him, and he's like, Someone has a flight to catch with a menacing smile and a laugh. Quick thoughts here. Very quick. Um, one, doves, bulletproof wings, badass. Two, the guards open firing immediately with automatic guns and a shotgun. 
aggressive, a little aggressive. And three, Dove telling, um, Dove telling Jason where to meet and Jason going, come alone without telling her the address. I thought was fucking hilarious. I just thought like, as soon as he hung up, he thought, oh, fuck, I didn't even tell her. He probably texted her. Anyway, next scene, we're brought back to Hank in the bed, and he's listening to his heartbeat and the bomb ticker. He's getting scared. He gets a bunch of flashbacks of his relationship with Dove, how they first met, first kiss. And then Beast Boy walks in, and he's like, hello, Captain. And they have a little back and forth um, uh, with Beast Boy going like, you know, you were out of this thing. Like, why do you even come back? And Hank goes... I came back because I got the hots for Don and he's like, how you holding up? And beast boys like, I'm not good. Um, and he, uh, he's like, I don't understand why you came back. And Hank is like, I should have never left my family. Like, that's why. And beast boy goes, so what is this karma or something? And beast and Hank with uh, tears in his eyes, really sad. He's like, I don't know, but I'm not ready to go. It's not my time yet. I got too much left to do, and so do you. So get out of here and figure out how to save me. And Beast Boy, he like leaves with a smile and he's like, we'll get you out of this, something along those lines. The next scene, we're shown uh, with uh, Dick. He's in his car driving to Cyrus's apartment. And then boom, Cyrus lands on Dick's uh, car, really departed style, just dead. Uh, And um, Dick is like, oh, what the fuck? He runs out of his car. For some odd reason, he checks the guy's pulse, even though he's clearly fucking dead. And uh, he takes out the guy's wallet. He's like, oh, this is Cyrus. Shit, this guy's dead. And then Dick gets a phone call from Jason, who taunts him a little bit. And then he hangs up and he sends Dick a text message showing where to go. Showing Dick, like, the address to go to. So the next scene is Dick in the car and he calls Beast Boy and he's like, how y'all doing? And Beast Boy's like, um, Superboy's still working. And Dick is like, cool, keep me updated. And then Dick, he's like, you know what, let me call Hank. He calls Hank, who's in the bed, and he's like, yo, how you hanging? And Hank is like, not going to lie, partner. I'm kind of scared. And they chop it up a bit, reminiscing about the old times. And then Dick goes, I'm on my way to go see Jason. Hank goes, you can't let Jason tear this family apart. We worked too damn hard to build it. And then Hank is like, get that pizza ready tomorrow, because I ain't going anywhere. And then Dick is like, listen, Hank, I just wanted to say. And then Hank hangs up the phone. Um, which I, you know, it's a little sad because Dick was unable to tell his feelings. And we saw in an earlier scene how Hank was unable to tell his feelings to Dove. Anyway, we cut back quick to Superboy, who's still working on the device. Then, finally, final scene, we're brought to this rundown building that kind of looks like a barn. And Dove enters and she yells out loud. She throws like a gold bar on the floor and she yells out loud like, I did did what you asked, Jason, show yourself. And then Red Hood appears and he's like, it's not Jason anymore. And Dove is like, where's the deactivator? Red Hood goes in front of you. Dove looks down to a small toolbox and she opens it and there's a gun. And she's like, what the fuck is this? And Red Hood holds up the deactivator and he's like, I got it. If you want to save Hank, you have to shoot me. And she's like, what the fuck happened to you? And he's like, I grew up. I'm free of fear. He's like, come on, Batman did it. And if you pull the trigger, you'll be fear, you'll be free of fear too. And he's like, Hank is gonna die soon. So who's it gonna be? Who's it gonna be? Me or him? So Dub holds the gun up to Jason. And before she can pull the trigger, she's like, You did this, not me. And then in comes a batarang, which hits the gun away from Dove, and it's Nightwing. 
And he's like, don't do this. Nightwing and Dove look at the gun on the floor. They tussle for a bit with Dove getting the upper hand. Dove gets the gun back, points it at Jason. Nightwing is like, dude, don't do this. We can save Hank another way. And as this is happening, Nightwing is talking to Beast Boy in his earpiece. He's like, uh, he's like, how close are we? And Beast Boy's like, we're almost there. Dove is like, I can't wait that long. Then we cut to Starfire, who's in Hank's room. Hank is like, just get out of here. Take crypto with you. As we see, like the timer is down to 55 seconds. Nightwing is trying to talk down Dove. Like this is all happening very fast. We're moving from scene to scene. Nightwing is like, uh, Dove, don't do this. Hank is telling Starfire, Dove, um, Hank is telling Starfire, tell Dawn I love her. Dawn, a.k.a. Dove. Starfire leaves the room. We cut back and the camera uh, zooms in on Hank with tears in his eyes. And he's singing uh, the Beach Boys song, Sloop John B. He's like, um, so ho- hoist up the John B. sail. See how the main sa- uh, set sails. Let me go home. I want to go home. I'm a horrible singer. I have no idea how that song fucking goes. So listen to the song, Beach Boys, uh, Sloop John, Sloop John B. They sing it better than fucking I do. Anyway, Nightwing is like, um, this is what he wants. Don't do this. Red Hood is like, hey, let her make the decision. And then boom, we see that the timer is down to five seconds. And as soon as it hit five seconds, Superboy creates the deactivator and we see 0% on the screen. He looks at Beast Boy. Beast Boy goes, Go! So Superboy runs out of the runs out of the back cave full speed. As this is happening, Beast Boy yells in Nightwing's ear, "We got it!" Nightwing yells, "Dawn!" But before Nightwing can finish his sentence, Dove presses the trigger of the fucking gun, and it's empty. Dove is confused, and then Jason goes, "Oops! Looks like I gave you the detonator." And Nightwing is like, "Oh no!" And it cuts back to Hank the timer on Hank's chest, which has four seconds left on it. And we see Hank's face basically like, you know, fuck. And then huge explosion, huge explosion. And as it explodes, Super Bowl, who's at full speed, is just way too late. And he's standing in a room of flames. Cut to Beast Boy. This whole thing is happening in slow motion with like really sad, uh, sad uh, music score. Starfire goes into the Batcave, slow motion, hugs Beast Boy, who's crying. We see Superboy standing in the room of flames, just fire everywhere. Crypto, the dog, emerges unharmed. He walks over to Superboy, who has tears in his eyes. And the episode ends with Dove going, what happened? What happened? No, no. And then she, like, collapses and Nightwing hugs her. And Red Hood is nowhere to be seen in the scene. And that's how it ends with the death of Hawk, the lover of Dawn um, and um, an essential member of the Titans team, which was sad as shit. My um, only thoughts on this, which I found um, touching and heartwarming and, and sad is how we got to see, we saw two moments where the characters couldn't, couldn't get out how they felt. And, that was with Hank trying to tell Dove how much he loved her in that, in that other scene. He's like, I want to tell you something. And she leaves. And then with um, Nightwing trying to tell Hank, you know, maybe goodbye, or maybe I love you, but being unable to tell him because Hank hung up the phone on him. This, I feel like this episode was sad, but the message is like, you know, 
I mean, this is what I got, but I got the message being tell people how you really fucking feel before it's too late. I know that's some shit that we hear all the fucking time. I mean, all of us has gone through, you know, losses in our lives. And it's funny because in the moment we think about like, yeah, we're not, I'm not going to take this for granted. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, whether it's, you know, a loss in the family or, or the pandemic when we're all inside and we're like, I got to do more stuff. And in the moment you're like, yeah, I got to take advantage. I got to do more. I got to see this person. I got to do more things. And then when you're actually presented the situation, you kind of choke and you just get wrapped up in, in the world. I love these kind of things because it just serves as a reminder to don't be afraid. Oh shit. I tied that shit back. Don't be afraid. Yeah. It's like fear, which seems to be the underlying theme in this Titan season. But, um, wow. Holy shit. I just thought about that right now. I'm pretty proud of myself, but, um, no, it's just, yeah. Don't be afraid guys. We shouldn't be afraid. Fucking tell the people that you love that you love them. If you haven't talked to somebody in a long time, talk to them, hit them up. You know, I don't mean to, man, this is weird. I never get really fucking serious, but this was, um, this was a tough episode. Um, anyway, end of that episode so far, Titan season three is outstanding. Uh, and I'll be back if you guys want. And I'll, uh, I'll talk about episode four, which is already out. So till next time. I'll catch you guys again on a hero. Signing out. Melly G. Peace.